Yo, what is up, guys? Welcome back to Tag Team, the Pokemon Trading Card Games premier podcasting duo. My name is Riley Holbert, joined, as always, by my punky fresh friend, Mr. J.W. Crewall. J.W., how's it going today? Hey, it's going really well, Riley. Thank you for asking. J.W., why don't you tell the listeners <laughs> what we were just talking about? Yeah, well, we were talking about Twitter. As and... normal people do. I don't know. I I really have been enjoying Twitter as a medium recently, like maybe over the last half year. I I've I feel like I've hit some chord on Twitter where I'm just like I'm feeling myself a little uh, bit. You you, know? You're slinging bangers, man. You're slinging thank bangers. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um I, yeah. Uh that's not for me to that's not for me to say. That's for others to to decide. To know. But they have they now have on Twitter a like a flagging feature so you can blur your picture before you know before someone sees it right so they're scrolling through and then they see like sensitive material and then and then they click on it and then it shows like a picture but that just seems so like there's some joke there <laughs> in oh i actually have it i actually have it okay um oh. <laughs> i <laughs> i actually have it man oh my gosh all right so we're gonna i'm gonna post this while we're filming because i can't <laughs> let this one leave and i also had to get it in before 10 o'clock because i find anything after 10 and before <laughs> like <laughs> nine <laughs> doesn't perform that well so we're gonna we're gonna do that um but yeah, what's going on with you, Riley? We were talking a little bit about kind of just, you know, wafting through life a little bit before the show. Um, and you have like a little little project you're working on. Yeah, I, I don't want to speak too much about it in case I end up just losing <laughs> losing the drive and just drop it. <laughs> but, but I have been working really hard on a, a creative project um, yeah. over the last like week or so. Um I frequently get distracted, <laughs> but I, I'm in progress. Um, I've kind of been riding a wave of high energy for the last, I don't know, seven, eight, nine days. And I'm just trying to take that as far as I can before like I inevitably crash <laughs> and feel yes. horrible. <laughs> so, yes. So that's kind of like, that's kind of the V Bay I'm going for right now. It's just plowing through the energy that I got while I have it. And uh, hoping it sticks around, but in case it doesn't, then at least I used it. I feel you. So that's been good. Honestly, it's been good. Um, I will say though, I emerged from work today just absolutely pooped. I <laughs> I laid down. Well, first, of course, I stopped at Wendy's on the way home. Big, uh, is that is that enough course? Big Wendy's head. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Um, <laughs> No, I don't go to Wendy's very often because the Wendy's down the street from my apartment is possibly the worst restaurant I've ever been to. But the Wendy's (laughs) on the way home from work is fine. Uh, Okay. And so I stopped by there, got the biggie bag, you know, hashtag sponsored. And they hooked me up with the free Frosty instead instead of the drink. So I hooked them up and filled out the survey on the receipt. Did they tell you they were going to do this or it just happened well i had the... i had asked is like hey like i don't really want a drink like i don't drink soda or anything like can i have a frosty instead 
for the $5 biggie bag, you know? <laughs> and they're like, well, no, it's against policy. I'm like, all right, fine. And then I, I roll up and, and they have a frosty for me, man. It was awesome. That's pretty sweet. It was very sweet. So I, I hit him up with the survey as, to, as a form of thank you. Well, that's very nice of you. Did you say that you had a pleasant experience? Yeah, I called out the people by name who were nice to me. Oh, you paid attention to their name tags? Yeah, and it also is on the receipt. So even though I did pay attention, I was able to (laughs) cross-reference. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, that's really nice of you. I always, like, the older I get, the more I'm, like, I want to go out of my way to, like, tell someone that they did a good job or to be, like, you know, where's your manager so I can tell them that you're doing a really good job? Get me a manager. Yeah. Give me a manager stat, you know, after Be that angry. guy. <laughs> they hate that guy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, I also like I want to do kind of the sandwich, right? Where they say like do like a negative and a sandwich around <laughs> you're a positive. Nag them. Yeah. So like I want to like, hey, can you help me find this thing? And that's like, you know, kind of a positive like, thank you for helping me find this thing. And then where let me speak to your manager. And then they get the manager and then that's like the negative thing, right? Oh their, heart, their heartbeat is excelling, accelerating. And then I, their manager comes over and then I'm like, hey, your um, employee did a really nice job tonight. Thank you. I, I just I open with the neg. Right. So like, OK, you know, they serve, you know, maybe on a restaurant and the waitress serves me and it's like you're fucking really sucking it up right now. <laughs> and then I was like, just kidding. Like, you're fine. Like, you're good. That's like normal human behavior to do that. <laughs> that is funny. So all's good though. All is good in the world of Riley and JW is what I'm gathering. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. A lot of, a lot of fun things on the mind that we're trying to pursue maybe not enough hours in the day to do them all. There really isn't. And it's just, I don't know. It's at a certain point, like when you get, when you, when you are like trying to exercise your creative muscle, there's a certain part of it, like you said, is just doing it right. It's just like, you have to just do it. Like you can think about it and like tinker with it, but at a certain point you have to just do it Yeah, and get it done and just like put it out there. And then if you do that, then you'll hopefully just get better. The more times you just throw it out there. But I'm in that right now where I'm just like, I'm trying to tweak little things. And then I'm trying to remind myself that little thing that you're spending, you know, five minutes on, like does not matter at all. Fix it in post uh, anyway. Exactly. <laughs> Fix it in post. There you go. Fix it in post. That's true for meme decks too. You just gotta, he's gotta commit to the bit and, and build it. <laughs> <laughs> so true. <laughs> so we got some fun stuff on the docket for today. Uh, on the front half of the cast, we'll be talking about some of the exciting new cards that have been revealed over the last week. There's some real bangers out there, so we're going to talk through those. We're going to talk through some preview into Brilliant Stars. That's definitely going to be a recurring theme on the cast up until the proper release coming up in next month. And we'll drop some brief knowledge on Pokemon Legends Arceus and you know hype up a little bit or anti-hype it up if, if we're not feeling it. In the back half of the cast, we got an exciting segment. Uh, we'll be talking kind of a rapid-fire-esque segment, uh, going through some exciting new cards and how we react to them. Yeah, sounds good. So let's just jump right into it then, starting with those brand-new suckers that are out there. There's one that sticks out to me like a sore thumb, JW, but what are your favorite new cards 
that were shown off from our upcoming May set. Well, I mean, it's got to be Darkrai. Yeah, I yeah. know for sure. <laughs> I mean, Darkrai looks kind of nutty. I mean, not maybe not too good, actually. I'll take back the kind of Yeah, it, looks, it kind of looks bad and awful. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, it looks unplayable. No, um, <laughs> it looks cool, right? Uh, it looks like we're getting a card that... Um, you know, has some card that does like 30 damage it. based on the number of darkness energy on the field. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of like a reprint almost uh, of, of another card that we've seen by the same name, you know, a little bit lazy, actually. No, not, the more that I say it, the lazier that I feel. Actually, like this, this sucks. I hate this. <laughs> yeah. Actually a uh, binder, binder fodder. Um, but yeah, dark eye V star is, uh, you know, has that, has that, yeah attack that you just mentioned uh from the old what Darkrai ex and then the greninja zorark as well and then the greninja zorark where you're doing 30 base and then you're doing additional damage based on every dark energy that you have attached so you'll do 90 base assuming that you're not using anything but dark energy for the attack cost and then the v star power is very cool because it allows you to get back two item cards so if you're playing the dark patches which are being re-released um which allows you to put a dark energy from your discard pile onto one of your bench pokemon then you could potentially play up to six of those in a single game which yeah we haven't really been able to do that's that just seems super cool to be honest i i think my brain was like lagging when these cards were first like appearing on twitter because i was looking at the dark ride and i'm like okay like yeah 30 plus 30 like that's fine. That like hangs okay in this meta game. You know, we don't have Max Elixir, but Dark Patch is getting reprinted. And I read the V Star Power, and I'm like, yeah, item cards. I, I guess that's cool. And it like mm-hmm. I didn't really connect the Dark Patch <laughs> with the item cards. <laughs> like something was was not connecting in my brain yeah. to like yeah. make that circuit flow. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, bear with me while we do a little bit of math, but theoretically on like the first turn of the game, if you were to get six dark energy in the discard pile, play four of your patches and then well, it have to be the second get turn, two. Right? Well, second turn, right? Yeah. The first turn you could attack. So if you get six in the discard pile, play four patches, get two back. And then I guess you could also get a seventh dark and then get it back with like a Moltres, Moltres yep. or something. And of course, then, you got your Galarian Moltres from the hand. You got to get some of those. Oh, in the yeah. Play. Okay. So then, you know, you could, I mean, you're doing, uh, you know, realistically, <laughs> I don't even know if that's realistic, but. <laughs> Real, you know, I mean, realistically, you're going to get six dark patch on the second turn. So. <laughs> <laughs> no sweat. No sweat. I mean, that's what I would do. But, but that's, you know, seven energy in play at the end of your second turn. It seems. Relatively doable. Yeah. You know, uh, factoring in the Galarian Moltres and the Dark Patches. And, and the XP share is legal, isn't it? Yeah. The XP share is legal. So can conserve some of that energy as well. So, you know, that's a 240, right? That's a, that's a nice number. I feel like the Darkrai V-Star is one of those cards that is not going to be immediately that great in a V-Max-centered metagame but potentially down the road if the meta ever shifts primarily towards v stars or after you know a large chunk of the v maxes are rotated then i feel like dark eyes is kind of poised to shine because the damage output isn't fantastic like hitting those super high numbers 300 330 340 that's kind of hard to do 
for the most part, but you know, hitting 220 or 280, I mean, that's obviously much more manageable. So yeah, I think it's I think it's pretty realistic for Dark Ride to one hit KO most V stars, mm-hmm. at least maybe not on the first like trade, but definitely on the subsequent ones. But I think the uh, the V maxes are kind of a reach to get right. all the way there. Right. You know that that two extra energy makes a huge difference. Well, right, and then you're you know presumably going to be losing pokemon yeah, every turn course. right so it's just it's I mean, you just got your 4 exp share in play come on bro there's kind of that tipping point i would be interested to see some kind of like statistical analysis but like there's there's you know you're gonna get your energy attachment you're gonna get your moltres probably um you know there are a few things you can kind of reliably count on like very consistently count on to get energy into play every turn but then to accelerate it up to those high numbers to knock out V maxes. It's just hard to sustain that over time. So there's kind of some tipping point where you go from, okay, I can probably realistically get three energy into play every turn, uh, you know, and then four energy is a lot less five, six, you know, on and on and on a lot less every, every, uh, every single energy beyond that. So, yeah. I mean, I'm really excited for this card, though. If if you've been listening to the cast, you know that I loved Turbo Dark. You know that I still love Turbo Dark. It's just not mm-hmm. the the best deck anymore. Um, so being able to kind of like relive that experience uh, in this kind of pre-built package, I'll take it. Yep, absolutely. But we'd be remiss not to mention the kind of partner card that was not partner, but antithesis card i suppose rival card that was revealed alongside dark rye in the lucario slash fighting engine package so lucario v star and we're skipping over the v's they're both unexceptional uh lucario v star has the first attack where if your pokemon opponent's pokemon is a v uh does 120 more damage 120 base so i mean that's clearly going to want to ko dark rye doing 480 damage um or I guess Darkrai is weak to grass, so it doesn't want to KO Darkrai. But it will want to KO fighting weak Pokemon like Eternatus, which people have been talking about being paired with Darkrai. Um, and it's just generally like pretty good damage output. If you can slap on, say, a right. choice belt onto that, you are hitting the 270, which is looking to be an important breakpoint in the V-Star metagame. Yeah. Um, and then the V-Star power, more explicitly, is something that <laughs> is good against Darkrai. And it does 70 damage with Aura Star for each energy attached to your opponent's Pokemon. So with just four energy in play, you're doing 280 damage. Ducks like Darkrai will obviously do that very quickly. So Darkrai not weak to fighting, but, but weak another to major V-Star player, Arceus, <laughs> is weak to fighting. So, That's true. Uh, you know, if there is some kind of um, you know metagame triangle emerging uh, in, in the V-Star mechanics, could be that Arceus to Lucario to, you know some other third party dark ride perhaps and fighting actually got a card that i really like actually as yeah. in support uh they got the gritty pickaxe card and yeah. what it does is it reveals the top card of your deck and if it's a fighting energy attach it to one of your bench pokemon very ether-esque but more limited mm-hmm. in scope however if it's not a fighting energy you draw the card that to me seems so good. <laughs> Am I crazy? That seems so good. No, it does seem really good. We've had this kind of effect in the past, something like ether. That's what if ether just like put it back, right? It did. No, it it 100% yeah. did. You're you're totally right. Yeah, drawing the card just seems like such an unnecessary benefit for the card, but I guess they 
kind of learned, right? Like Ether was not wasn't really quite blade. there. Yeah, uh, it didn't quite get there. And this doesn't seem terribly broken, right? Because you're just uh, at worst, you're you know, no, you, I you love might this. as well. I think it's have great. not played the card, and then at best, you're getting an additional energy. So um, it's cool, cool little card. I can't wait to play that card and like hope that I don't hit an energy <laughs> where it's like clearly the intended use is to get energy into play. But like there's, you know, there's you got your be... boss. You got a boss in energy yeah. in deck. Or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, oh, man, it's my last draw. I hope I don't hit an energy here. <laughs> I I just think this is such a well-designed card. It's, it's really cool. Um, yeah. And fighting Pokemon, they definitely can use some love. Uh, I feel like fighting always ends up in a weird situation with its support. Um, so having kind of like a direct energy excel is, is fun to see. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, v- I've, I kind of like the V-Stars, man. I, I think V-Stars are cool. I think so, too. They have the power to go up against the V-Maxes, and yet they are lowering the damage ceiling necessary to take knockouts. So I think they're a really good mechanic and I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited to see where they're going with it, but they have laid some really promising groundwork. I am at the very least. I'm excited to shift into two prizers versus three. I think mm-hmm. those tend to be more interesting metagames. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cool. Any other new cards that have, have sprung up to you, JW? Um, those are the two main ones that uh, that really caught my eye. Cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So let's talk. Well, actually, I, we haven't talked about the sparkling Pokemon, have we? My God. Yeah, it's only, right. it's only been five days since they've been real. <laughs> So, oh my gosh. So yeah, there's actually a whole I, other I bucket. Forget, there's a whole <laughs> other bucket. I swear, like, when things are getting revealed, time slows down. It feels like I saw this card, like, 20 years ago. <laughs> yes, I, I'm with you. Because I, I had, like, I already had my takes. You know? <laughs> so, I've already made my takes in YouTube or Twitch or so wherever. So for the uninformed, there is a new mechanic coming out called Sparkling Pokemon. Oh. Uh, very analogous to two different previous mechanics, very similar to both the Prism Stars and the Gold Stars, closer to the Gold Stars than the Prisms. Uh, And the rule is you can only have one sparkling Pokemon in your deck. So if you have a single sparkling Pokemon, regardless of whether it's the same species as another, you cannot have multiple. Um, So there have been two that have been revealed so far, and they both seem really, really good. Uh, so I'm already excited for this mechanic. I, I like it better than prisms already, uh, because you can play the design space better. I talked before with prisms about how I hated that, like Tapu Koko prism and Thunder Mountain prism being together. Mm -hmm. And this like inherently restricts that space. Uh, so we have sparkling Greninja. It has the ability secret asset. Once during your turn, you can discard one energy card from your hand, draw two cards. That's insane. That's so good. And it has a Moonlight Shuriken for Water Water Colorless. Discard two energy. It does 90 damage to two of your opponent's Pokemon. Probably won't see a ton of use for the attack, but if you happen to be able to pull it off, it's not a bad one. Uh, and then we have Sparkling Halucha, which is the more damage-oriented one. It's got the ability Big Match 
As long as this Pokemon is on your bench, your Pokemon do 30 more damage to your opponent's Pokemon VMAX. So kind of a, a VMAX-oriented choice spell that you can slam on the bench. Not specific yep. for any type either. I mean, these are so sick. What are your thoughts? Well, the, the coolest thing about these is that unlike the Prism Stars, they don't go away if they're knocked out or removed from play. Yeah. And so you don't really have that much incentive to go after them, right? If you're an attacking deck. Oh, yeah. And... I mean, Halucha's rescue carrierable, man. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So those things should just sit on the field pretty much the entirety of the game. And so, <laughs> you know, there's there's really not that much incentive to go after a one-prize Pokemon that your opponent can recover later on. So I think these will have a massive impact. You know, every deck will play just like we saw for the most part with the Prism Stars, um, or the ace specs, like every deck, I think will play at least, you know, the, their their appropriate copy, right? They'll they'll play a sparkling Pokemon. And I really hope when the sparklings come to the to the U.S. that they look as beautiful as the scans do for these cards, mm-hmm. because goodness, these are nice looking. Got the shot; they're all shiny Pokemon. Yeah. They got this really nice like hollow effect across the whole card. It's uh, it's cool. I like it. The other cool thing is that they aren't necessarily type specific which i really appreciate right yeah. like you have you have um I you're agree. just doing a a general damage boost um and you're doing a general draw mechanic uh they have attacks that are you know more um uh type focused right you're not going to attack with greninja in a fire deck most likely, uh, unless something has gone horribly wrong. <laughs> yeah, something crazy is happening if you're attaching with Greninja in your fire deck. But that's also really cool, right? Like, we're just going to see a lot prettier boards where a lot more colorful boards where you might have, you know, I a mean, fighting type Pokemon in in a metal deck. Or contrast you know? the satisfaction of looking at a VMAX board versus looking at a V-Star board, the sparkling Pokemon on it. Mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. me, the answer is clear. <laughs> Notorious VMAX hater Riley Holbert rants about how he hates VMAXs. <laughs> shocker, shocker. Surprise Pikachu face. <laughs> so I'm I'm just really liking the direction that it looks like things are going. It seems a lot better than some of the cards that we've seen over the last you know, not in terms of necessarily of just raw power, but in terms of the design of these cards, uh, both from a power level perspective and from a uh, like a mechanics perspective, it just seems better. I like the direction that we're going. Yeah, me as well. Cool. All right, now I think we've covered the new cards. <laughs> Good thing I got that. Yes, that would have been It'd be silly if we didn't talk about those. So true. We also have seen now the pre-release promos for Brilliant Stars. So if you have pre-releases coming up. Over the next few weeks, uh, those are now clear to you. We got the Moltres, we got the Lucario, we got the Trade Lipard, and of course, we got the Abyssal Hand the Barrel. So, pretty good promos, I would say. Honestly, I think the least effective one is probably the Lucario. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true. Lucario doesn't seem to be that much of a player, but you got Bibarel, Lipard, two really nice, solid draw options for decks and then the Moltres we don't quite know its impact um I don't really look at it as being particularly strong 
uh, when we have things like Entei and when we have things like Charizard and uh, all the other great. Fire yeah, to me, it just seems like fight. it's like a one-off. Like you hit for ninety in a fire deck yeah. for one energy, which is like zero attachments if you use the magma basin. But I will say the Moltres art looks it's cool. incredible. It's cool. Yeah, very cool. So really a nice, uh, nice spread here. Which one are you looking to get if you were to do a pre-release? It's got to be Vivaral, dude. Look at him. I know he's so happy. <laughs> he's he is having the time of his life. He's so happy. And frankly, I've been a I've been a Badoof Barrel guy since Diamond Pearl came out. I have always loved those guys. Uh, so seeing them have actually good cards, that's awesome. Yeah, no doubt, no yeah. doubt. So that'll be fun. I'm getting together with uh, hopefully with Andrew Dankus um, to do some pre-release stuff, tabletop. Uh, tabletop content in the, you know a couple of weeks here so Big that'll be guy. really fun uh, I haven't done a pre-release in a long time so I'm excited <laughs> to rip a few packs see what we can get going yeah yeah I kind of I kind of wouldn't mind doing a pre-release for Brilliant Stars um, Lord knows where those are around me anymore <laughs> but, I mean the set is bonkers man the set is pretty good I will say Worst case, I leave with a Lucario promo, I guess. There you go. Which is still a cool-looking card. So I can't hate it. You can try. I mean, I'll I'll try my hardest for sure. I, I love being a hater. <laughs> In other news, though, yeah, we are a Pokemon cast. Pokemon Legends Arceus is coming out at the end of the week here. I'm personally very excited. JW, when we were talking before the cast, it sounded like you maybe weren't very excited. What are your thoughts? Well, I I just don't play Pokemon games. Um, yeah. That's <laughs> just, I don't know. I Besides the, the cards, I get, right? Yeah. Or you're yeah, giving up on that, too. <laughs> yeah, actually, this is my announcement that uh, I'm stepping away from the Pokemon TCG. Um, no. Um, I, I just, it's hard for me to get into the games. It just... The older I've gotten, the less I've been. I kind of excited. felt that with Sword and Shield, but I am excited for a Garchomp to like literally kill me. I think that's cool. Yeah, and if I will say one thing about the Legends Arceus game that's coming out, it seems, and from the reviews that I've seen, it just seems so different from a normal Pokemon game that it might actually entice me to, you know, to get it right because it just has that breath of the wild feel apparently from what people are saying many people are saying this <laughs> and people have been telling me like crazy <laughs> <laughs> and it it looks okay okay i'm not gonna get into you know the tree textures i will say in the open fields looks a little boring but you know, I, I, haven't, I, think... I haven't seen like pretty much anything i barely even watched the trailers so oh well you're you're in a good spot then i've seen quite a bit and the visuals aren't the greatest, but, you know, Pokemon's never really been known for their visuals. So as long as the gameplay is tight um, and it gets enough good reviews, I could I could definitely be persuaded to try it. But. You know, people be haters on Pokemon visuals, but I think I actually legitimately think like Game Freak and Pokemon were like the best sprite artists or like some of the best sprite artists like prior to doing any sort of 3D stuff. And then mm -hmm. when the visuals went 3D, that's when it started to tank. You know, that's super fair you know yeah. you look at like the lively animated sprites in diamond and pearl 
or platinum more so and uh black and white where they like had these sprites like just moving individual parts and that was how they moved to me that looked a lot better than the models right and i think that was like a huge part of the visual aesthetic for pokemon as well yeah as soon as we move to more realistic looking well i don't know once they turned typhlosion's flames off it was over (laughs) (laughs) rest in peace typhlosion's flames any truers i mean i i think that's how it is yeah, so Legends Arceus, are you going to take like the whole weekend to just grind? We'll or? see. Um, that was originally my plan. A friend from work asked if I wanted to go skiing with them in Illinois uh-uh. this weekend. Uh-uh. So I might end up uh, might end up out of commission on Friday and Saturday. But I definitely want Ooh. to play Arceus for as much time as I can squeeze out this weekend. <laughs> gotcha. Very cool. That'll be fun. Awesome. So I think it's time then, JW, to jump into the card of the day. Yes. And today's card of the day I thought was a nice thematic continuation of a card that we've already talked quite a bit about today, and that is Darkrai EX. Not the Darkrai EX that we've already talked about earlier today and in previous card of the days, but the Dark Explorers Darkrai mm. EX, the first in a long chain of very powerful multi-priced Darkrai's. And Darkrai EX did not disappoint with its setting the tone. It has Dark Cloak, obviously, giving the free retreat to Pokemon with Dark Energy attached. Continues to be a staple ability in the expanded format and likely will be uh, to this day and for the foreseeable future. Its attack has definitely fallen off over time. The Night Sphere 9030 attack and snipe isn't quite what it used to be. Um, But it was a formidable force as kind of like a standalone EX attacker back in the day and has evolved to be one of the strongest support Pokemon in the expanded format. I mean, you can't (laughs) hate it. The Dark Explorer's full art is incredible. It's got that kind of ominous feel for Dark Guys reaching at the screen, almost like he's going to sap your nightmares right there. And yep. I just love it. I love it so much. Such a cool card. I love Darkrai, man. I have always loved Darkrai. I thought he was just such a cool Pokemon. The only thing I don't like about Darkrai is his legs. I... <laughs> <laughs> You're not a Darkrai leg guy? No, no, not a big Darkrai leg guy. Okay. Normally you don't see them, but there was like the movie in the anime where he like stood mm. for a second and it's like, now put those away, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're a glider. You're, you're a glider, you're a glider. So, a hover. So Darkrai EX. I mean, Darkrai in general, I feel like since black and white has just had a huge impact on the Pokemon trading card game. Mm. And so I expect that to be a continuing trend. Yeah. Yeah, very cool. Darkrai, one of those kind of powerhouse Pokemon, just characters in the trading card game over time. And that certainly brings up a lot of good memories for me. Yeah, I've I tweeted this out the other week, but I'm definitely really curious, like what the strongest Pokemon of all time is or most impactful, maybe Pokemon of all time is in the trading card game. Apparently a rival podcast did that. So maybe I have to listen to that and <laughs> get informed. I didn't know there were any rival podcasts. I thought we were the only one. We're definitely well, only I thought we I thought we were all friends, but I mean I'm down to make enemies. Well you heard it here first. But I I mean I thought podcasting enemies. in general is like kind of our thing. You know, like 
I didn't realize other people were doing this kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, I, I just learned about this Joe Rogan guy the other day. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently he does this too. So. That's crazy. <laughs> Had no idea. So, <laughs> I mean, you learn you learn new things every day, Jennifer. You spirit. You growing. really do. Tag you really team is do. all about learning and growing. It's it never stops. <laughs> that that grind set never stops. And you know what else never stops, JW? Is the growth of your hair, unless you're going bald, and the best way to, (laughs) but the hair down there will keep on growing, and the easiest way to take care of it is with Manscaped. Ladies and gentlemen, Valentine's Day is coming up, and let me tell you, you do not want to reveal your Pokemon legend looking like a fool, and the easiest way to take care of that is with the lawnmower. 4.0 4.0 JW and I have both been so pleased to be partnered with Manscaped and the Lawnmower 4.0. I mean, I've used a variety of electric razors. This one has definitely got the smoothest shave, the most comfortable, and the least likely to leave me battle scarred. JW, how are you liking your Manscaped experience? Yeah, great. I have a little anecdote. My battery just died on my Lawnmower 4.0, and that lasted me about what three months which is pretty incredible from the first time that i got it to now you know half a dozen shaves or so uh really high quality products i am the kind of guy that i don't want to be charging my devices all the time (laughs) be it my phone or my ball trimmer (laughs) especially when there's like just a charger that you can sit it right into once you're done with it (laughs) exactly i mean maybe one day They'll come out with a phone that's also a ball trimmer, but that, <laughs> that, you know, I'll have to, I'll have to pitch that to the executives uh, at Manscaped. But yes, I've been extremely impressed with how long it lasts, how long the battery lasts, uh, the quality of the shave and just the feel of the product. So if you're looking for a razor, if you're looking for boxers, if you're looking for any sort of, grooming product then manscaped is where it's at manscaped.com you can get 20 percent off plus free shipping when you use our code tag team at checkout that's manscaped.com 20 percent off plus free shipping when you use our code tag team be a v star and order from manscaped.com lose your v card become a v star <laughs> So now, Riley, I'd like to move into a bit of a rapid fire question. We've um, let's go for it. We've been hearing a lot on the news about big news guy, big news guy. We've been hearing a lot about, oh, the stock market is crashing. Oh, the Fed is, you know, it's going to stop printing money and our whole economy is going to tank. And, you know, what should you do with your stock? Should you pull out of the market or or put in? So. I wanted to do the same with Pokemon cards. So we're getting, obviously, the new set Brilliant Stars releasing in a few weeks. And there are a number of cards and archetypes that I want to ask you whether or not you would buy them, whether or not you think that, you know, they're they're going to be very good, whether you would sell them 
meaning you think they're going to underperform compared to their expectation. Or if you would just hold, whether you're kind of lukewarm and you don't quite know how they're going to shake out. Yeah, it's going to be tough for me since all my money is wrapped up in NFTs right now, but... Well, I I think I think you can I think you can figure it out. And besides, <laughs> this isn't this isn't advice for yourself. This is advice for our listeners, right? right? So this is this is uh, investing advice for our listeners. So listen up, grab your pen and paper. Here we mm, go. I don't know if we want to frame it like explicitly as investing advice. Okay. Oh, sorry, sorry for <laughs> for anyone listening. This is not financial. We advice. are not fiduciary professionals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the first card. Uh, and I should also preface, it can be cards, old or new, and or archetypes, old or new. Okay? Sure. So, first one, Bibarel. The new one, I'm assuming. The new. Yeah, I think uh I think hold on, you know, I I don't expect it to be overly expensive or at least, you know, go in. Don't expect it to be overly expensive. It's a huge enabler for one price archetypes especially but it's a great support engine for even multi-prize decks it's a card that you want to have around for sure do you think it makes its way into like a lot of decks a few decks no decks it will probably honestly end up in the lower end amount of decks but it's like it's one of those cards where you just don't want to be caught without it i i think back to you know, Octillery didn't see a lot of play for a while, and then Buzzrock was the perfect pairing for it because of Brooklet Hill kind of enabling that. And all of a sudden, Octillery went from, like, a $1 card to, like, a $9 card, and it just felt stupid to buy it for $9. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so I, I wouldn't want to end up in that situation. You know, For sure. For sure. All right. Next card. Entevi. NTV, I'm kind of lukewarm on NTV, honestly, but I think I think having at least one around will serve you well. So you're selling? I, I guess if you have less than four, are you selling? I think I, so. I would. I think I think I would probably sell on NTA. I don't. I'm not like super motivated to keep it. Yeah, in the early stages, at least. You know, sure. maybe down the road, there's a fire deck, and it's like a great alternate attacker. Sure. Okay. So I guess the same will be. Uh, let's go down to Charizard V Star. Yeah, you sell that. Yeah, it's got Charizard on it. So <laughs> <laughs> that rocks. All right. I mean, or you just hold it because it'll be worth more in twenty years. But you know, I don't know how how strong your hands are. It's so long to hold Charizard. I mean, I think now. you either. I think, I think you either sell profit. it. I think you either just sell it right now, make your however many dollars, or you have to wait twenty years. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the thing with Charizards, right? They're printing so many of them. Like, there's five Charizards in this set. <laughs> there's five Charizards in this set, man. I think that's not enough. There's Charizard fatigue, bro. They're, I, they're, we're approaching actual Char Charizard people, it takes a lot to fatigue them, but I think we're almost there. I think we are. I think we're, yeah. So Charizard I say just... dump them. <laughs> okay. Durant. Durant, um, I I don't like Durant, man. I I would dump it, but if if you're like if you're really into Durant, you know I won't judge your character. Okay. Okay. Next, Mad Party. 
I, lo- I love Mad Party, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I say you buy all the Altart Mad Parties. You go ham, go hog wild. You got your you got your plasma ultra balls. You got your alternate Mad Parties, and you just have the time of your life. Yes. Yes, I love that. We were watching <laughs> Mad Party be played on Andrew's stream over Tricky Jim, and he said, and I quote, that Mad he thought Mad Party was the best deck on the table during their testing session of, you know, maybe eight decks or so that day. So I mean, Mad Party is always the best deck on the table, but haters just don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. The haters, and some, the haters sometimes know. the the meta game is a big. No, hater. it's mostly just the, it's uh, mostly just party. the actual haters. Hmm. I see. I see. Okay, big buyer on Mad Party. How about Rayquaza V Max? Oh God, I would get that thing out of my sight. <laughs> <laughs> you don't think with Ultra Ball that it gets like no. significantly better? No. Really? No way. Actually, you just I'm you just of, like Rayquaza, man. You just I'm like Rayquaza Vmax. You just like Rayquaza Vmax. That's fair. I do, but it was not horrible <laughs> when I played it in this format, and uh, it only should get better with Ultra Ball. Relative to everything else, it should get that much better. I mean. <laughs> Don't look at me you, like that. Well, you know, well, okay, yeah. so here's here's maybe an argument is that you you're never reaching for the for the Vmax knockouts. Right? Like if it's a V if it's a V star dominated metagame, then Isn't it the same amount of energy usually? Well, so Rayquaza would only need three <laughs> to do two sixty. But isn't enough. Oh, and then you just slap a choice band on it. <laughs> choice belt. No way, man. Get that out of my sight. Uh, okay. Well, here's one that you're going to want in your sight. In the Sakat V star. <laughs> no, I, I don't want that in my sight either. What? <laughs> That's a, you're just go, you just like these guys. You put a couple cards in a row that you just like. <laughs> you're crazy. I was hoping that I would gas you up. <laughs> oh, but yeah, GW, you're so smart. Like, that, those cards are great. Like, yeah. Okay, I I think Whimsicott's pretty sweet. Whimsicott's cool. I mean, I like Whimsicott as a Pokemon. Yeah, okay, fair enough, fair <laughs> enough. I think it'll make a cute little deck. Potentially viable. All right, Raichu V. Raichu V, I mean, I would say get him. You know, people are talking about it as like an Arceus partner. I don't think it's honestly that great. And we kind of we nagged on Raichu <laughs> the last few episodes. Um. If it's like under five dollars, I would say grab a few and hold on to them. It's okay. more than that. He's saying, he's saying buy. He's saying buy. All right. Not true. If it's six dollars, I wouldn't buy it. Only if it's five. Yeah, not even four. It's got to be five. Got it. Aye aye. Haunch crow Pachirisu. I don't really know a ton about this archetype, but just the. <laughs> The, con- the conceptually no i'm out <laughs> it's fun though a tool drop is fun nah <laughs> this is one i could have used some support on riley <laughs> you're you're into this too <laughs> <laughs> okay excellent we got two more you Bye. know if we take some of these cards that you've listed you can make the whole 
pool draft deck. You know, you get your Bavarils and your Honchkos and your Vetrings. That's so true. That is so true. Genius level intellect. All right. Buy, hold, or sell Mimikyu VMAX. Um, I don't even remember what Mimikyu VMAX does. You don't? No. Let me. Well, I got let you. me. I got, uh, you. I got you. Um, enlighten you. No, get that out of my sight. So, okay. The occult number attack here. Yeah, couple I of colorless it. energy. Put four damage counters on your opponent's Pokemon in any way you like. If you played Acerola's Premonition from your hand during this turn, put thirteen instead, and then it has a Max Shadow attack that discards. It's like a maybe if Acerola's Premonition was like a viable card. <laughs> then maybe. Yeah, that one's really hard to play. That one is a really hard one to play because you know, like you as know, soon as you, the Mimikyu V comes down, you can play around the, the premonition. <laughs> it's like, yeah, maybe they play a premonition and put thirteen damage counters for one turn, but then you can't draw. <laughs> right. The game. Right. I think the best thing that Mimikyu V Max has going for it is the Mimikyu V. Yeah, I would agree with, with that. The, with the ability that doesn't allow it to be touched. That is definitely a, a solid ability. I've al- I did always like the Mimikyu V's ability. I was hoping it would get a V Max that made it worth it. Nah, <laughs> couldn't see it. Couldn't All right, last it. one, last one, and you can give your buy, hold, sell in either the standard format or Gym Leader Challenge. Okay, Torterra. I say buy for Gym Leader Challenge for sure. Would not play a deck like that in standard. <laughs> but- <laughs> But it's kind of like the new, the new grass thing, right? Is to, you know, get these giganto dudes out and do a sh- uh, crop ton of damage. <laughs> Once, <laughs> I, I, we're not really a no swear show inherently. <laughs> Might as well stop myself, I guess. <laughs> I'm, I'm losing it lately, man. I, well, I've noticed well. like the last few times that we recorded that I'm just like off my rocker slightly. Yeah, man, I've been noticing that for years now. It's, I'm just, I'm getting old and losing brain you're cells. Just, you're getting more senile. I, I think so. I think and so. that's not a bad place to be. So it's natural. Yeah, it it certainly is. No, but I think it's the Torterra is is definitely good in Gym Leader Challenge. I think so too. It seems like a really fun card, and it opens up a few more possibilities. Because one of the thing with Grass is that I feel like it struggles with attackers. Like, you got a couple of good basics. Like, you got your Zarude and your Shining Genesect. But really beyond that, I, I, like, struggle to think of attackers that I really want in the game. Yeah, I think that maybe the best part about the Torterra is, um, you know, you really rely on those basic attackers. And to be fair, they are very good. Um, but the cool thing about the Torterra is it evolves from your, like, Sunshine Grace guy. So you have that like inherent search that you can keep on your board and then it actually evolves into something that will have an impact on your game. Right. Whereas right. like the Sceptile didn't do that. Obviously the um the Shinotic didn't do that either because the Shinotic didn't do anything besides searching. Um so I welcome that change in the grass deck, if nothing else, is it makes the deck more like dynamic. Absolutely. Well, speaking of being dynamic, you can find all of our dynacism all over the internet, primarily over on Twitter, where we run 
fantastic Twitter accounts. Mine at Real John Walter. We got at Smiles with Riles for Riley and for the podcast at Tag Team Pokemon. You can also find us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Munner or Riley, where we film live every single week at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash Righteous. Technically, it's not always Eastern Standard Time. Is it Eastern Daylight Time now? I don't know if it is right now, but it is half the year. You know, one of the things that Ben Franklin probably should have not invented. <laughs> I mean, everyone always says standard time, but technically they're wrong. <laughs> you know? People say that they would go back in time and they would stop Adolf Hitler. But I think for me... It would be you're going, going down a weird direction with that. <laughs> I know what you're saying, but there's like implications from the way that you framed that. <laughs> that i would walk back (laughs) i take it all back um i take it all back time travel is not real yeah time travel is not real um (laughs) he told me to say that (laughs) thank you all so much for listening if you enjoyed the cast be sure to rate and review it does help us out it has a noticeable impact in how we get searched and found inside of all your favorite podcasting platforms and the more they get, we get discovered, the more awesome stuff we get to do for you guys. Um, and if you want to get a hold of us, just reach out on Twitter. We're always happy to engage with y'all. With that, we will have to sign off for this week, but we'll catch you all next time. Peace. See ya.